Your first favorite animal is a lion. Yes. And that is how others see you. Okay. So others see you as a lion, a lion, a leader, and strong leader of the jungle. Nice. Um, I'll take that. But that's how others see you. You see yourself as a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I change my answers? (laughs) It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. I'll let you run with that for as long as you want. (laughs) I might give up. But hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. Uh, Let's get into it. I got a little test I want to. It's from Cornell. You know, that's an Ivy League school. So very um, sometimes I think they're a little bored and they just do things. But we're going to do this. I saw uh, saw it and I wanted to uh, bring it to the podcast and do it on Ryan. I'm a little nervous. So let's I want to let the the viewers know what happened. So Andrew just sent me a text on Thursday afternoon (laughs) and it was through Siri. So the words got a little jumbled. But Always. Let me read it actually because gonna, I don't know if I can do it justice unless I uh, sound it out. He said, "Hey, oh, so this was yesterday." He said, "Hey, I have this bike game or test to start off the podcast that I want to do on you, and then it's bad. We can just cut it, but I think it'll be funny." That made me pretty nervous. If I said, it's bad, we'll cut it. But it's, <laughs> it's not going to be bad. It's going to be good. All right, let's see it. Let's. Right. Uh, we're not riding any bikes. No bikes. No bikes. But All right. Go ahead. So, again, this is from Cornell. You know, smart people. Yep. Um, What is your favorite animal? My favorite animal? Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good question. I think I'll have to say a lion. A lion? Yes. And what is your second favorite animal? My second favorite animal? Um, I think dog. A dog? Dog. And uh, why? Why? Why my second favorite? You can Not say why to both. Well, why? so Ryan, Ryan the rhymes lion. with lion. So like growing up, I was always Ryan the lion. That was my email I yeah, think, yeah, for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> the lion. So I just love lions. And I also just love what lions are about. I mean, they're the leader of the jungle. So they kind of inspired me that way. Um, yeah, lions were just always really cool to me. Um, and dog. Why? Dog. I mean, dogs are amazing. I love dogs. <laughs> Who doesn't love dogs? Um, and I also, after lions, like I don't think I have too many... Oh, I like, need one more. What's your third favorite my animal? My third favorite animal. Were the first two answers not good enough? Well, it's okay. a three-parter. It's a three-part question. Okay, no so, question. It's from Cornell. All right. I, I can't question <laughs> Cornell. Um, Andy Dwyer went to Cornell. So let me see. My third favorite animal. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I can't really say. I, I do enjoy sharks, like Shark Week is a really cool i so i guess i'll go lion dogs in general and Mm -hmm. then sharks Uh, shark yeah uh you just like the sharks and how they i guess because of just shark week i have the most information about that okay oh wait you know what okay let me bring it back can i pull it back because i I realize another connection and so rhinos all right that was the same another play on with my name but growing up i felt like rhinos like ryan rhino um You know, you really put me on the spot. I haven't really right. thought about my favorite animals, but I'll lock it in. My final answer. Locked in. Lion, All right. Lions, so dogs. Your first lions. favorite animal is a lion. Yes. And that is how others see you. Okay. So others see you as a lion, a lion, a leader, and strong leader of the jungle. Nice. Um, I'll take that. 
but that's how others see you. You see yourself as a dog. <laughs> uh, can I change my answers? <laughs> so you're dog. You see yourself as a dog, and uh, all dogs. <laughs> he sees all himself dogs. as. And that's um, cool. I yeah, I could so take that. Fun. The third one is what you look for in a partner. <laughs> so you're looking for a rhino. Wow, <laughs> Ronnie, if you are Ronnie, listening, Ronnie, do you have a horn on your nose? <laughs> wow. I just thought it was funny. Um, Jess did it to me. Yeah, and I said, uh, "A dog as my favorite, a gorilla, and an elephant." <laughs> so I think that's pretty good for you. Yeah. I, I I definitely think people like a think fun of, loving like a think Labrador, of myself like as a, a gorilla. <laughs> But you think of yourself as a gorilla. I I think that's pretty accurate. Um, an elephant. I think that third part is a little tough. I don't know if I would even be able to put Yeah, but the reason why I picked the elephant was because I always loved elephants. Grandma loved elephants. And uh, yes, I say grandma. grandma. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love elephants because they're so smart. They're loyal. They pick um, a partner for life and they stay in their family herd. And they remember everything, you know. That's a great thing to look for in a yeah. partner. I'm quick spin your rhino thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't put anything better in place of a rhino. I just thought it would be a fun game. Sometimes I think Cornell gets a little bored and they just put things out just there, it, you know. This was a study that we did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wish I had a little bit more of a... Yeah, I don't know if I could even put different animals into... A... It's it's hard, like, they even, like... It's like your food and stuff like that. Like, what's your... When people ask you your favorite food... I always say just hamburger, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Yeah. That's a no-doubter for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll steak, ever change But it, it's, like, hard to, like, pinpoint. And because, like, what? We don't think of this. Like, our kids are now the perfect age of their favorite animal and all that. So that's what, you know, it's easy for them. But once you get older, you you kind of yeah, push I feel that like, aside. Exactly. I haven't really given <laughs> animals much thought yeah. lately. <laughs> so after Lion, it kind of teetered off a bit. But hey, maybe well, we, we should because, you know. Speaking of elephants and babies, did you know? So, you know how, like, there are a lot of songs for kids with animal sounds. Uh-huh. Right? Elliot loves that. You can say a sound to him and he kind of perks up a little bit. Mm. The sound for elephant is pawu. At least according to Baby Bums. Oh. The, in the Baby Bums song, it's the elephant says pawu, pawu. And I've never heard an elephant say pawu before. Mm. But. I mean, oh, oh, right? I guess that's the sound of the trunk. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You know. So, all right. Well, I yeah. guess I'm going to, maybe we can come back to that because I'm going to have to think of a uh, better answer. No, it's locked in. You locked it in. That's that. Veronica's <laughs> yeah, now in a rhino forever. <laughs> but it's the first thing when I see her later, I'm going to be like, what up, what's rhino? up, rhino? <laughs> um, Are you coming later? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to come. All right, cool. Nice. Better. Yeah, hopefully cool. the, the weather holds out. Yeah. Right? So we are now on episode two, and we just we're in June. We just had a a pretty eventful kind of part of our liturgical calendar because um, we just celebrated Pentecost and we celebrated Ascension Thursday prior to that. Um, so I was just thinking about that a lot this week because trying to it was funny this week. I felt like I was trying trying to absorb as much as I could, and I didn't write anything down. Mm-hmm. So that kind of messed me up to a point where I was like trying to put together all my thoughts again to be able to try and 
communicate it into something. I think something I like, do that too. I, I always think about it, but I never like when I'm thinking and trying to put things together, I never have a pen and paper around me. Yeah. It's funny though, we always have our phones and we don't I don't think to write it in the notes. But as you as you read my text before, I don't think I should. <laughs> <laughs> Siri dictates is yeah. a little off, but actually, I, I I have been doing that, and I I need to do it a little bit better. I have a, a mustard seed folder in my notes, and the first one that I posted was July of 2020. Mm. So that shows you how long this has been, kind of formulating this whole idea. But yeah, I realize that too because it's like a positive thing to absorb content and to you know put prayers and and listen to different catholic podcasts or listen to different you know bible in the year and things like that but i also realize how important it is to kind of like let those thoughts marinate a little bit more and sometimes when i absorb it i'm like man this is great and then like i do feel like i am applying it to myself in a way but then sometimes i want to go back and reference it and i forget mm-hmm. so then i end up just re-listening to the things that i had already listened to just to be able to put it down on pen and paper but i want to do a better job of that but with that i felt like there was a good connection for us and kind of the idea of last episode when we we made a couple of mentions of prayer and how prayer is important um and then from prayer it's like you you go into prayer and then you go out and live and then i think a lot of times throughout our faith and like throughout our journeys we've had different things that were told to us but not necessarily knowing almost how to like put it into action. Like, yeah. Do you ever feel that where it's like, you know, you're told throughout your life, like pray. Like mm-hmm. we talked about it last week, pray. Like, well, what does that mean? Like, yeah. I- that was like the point that I was trying to make, like with Goliath and all that of how you're told to do something. And then you have to really figure it out on your own. Like you're just like blindly following until you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And once you figure it out, it's great. It's like, that is like my go-to stress relief is just talking to god and getting through like my day like just having there's a lot of different people in this world and not all of them are going to be agreeable with you and to try to keep that patience i just like find a quiet area and just talk to god and then i'm good yeah and that's the thing that is cool about like prayer it really can be i guess personal and it can be you know what is powerful for you Right. But I I thought about a lot of different things that we've learned in our faith life. And it was I always think it's funny to hear those things and to hear those words. But it takes time to actually like put it into action in a way. Right. So the you have something. I was just thinking about my prayer, like how I think of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you think of your prayer. The way I think of it is like God's picking up a phone and listening (laughs) to us. And like, if I don't say amen, I'm not hanging up. So I'm like, oh, no, sorry, I didn't hang up. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And I've asked Ronnie that question before. You know, like, I think a lot of like how you view God or how you view Jesus is also Mm -hmm. relates to like how you pray. Me, I, I feel like I've grown up with like a relationship with God and with Jesus, like Jesus is my friend. So I feel like it's always a constant conversation for me. So those are my prayers. Whereas I like go through my day, I feel like I'm always just communicating. And I think it comes from like, I talk to myself a lot. So I've started to realize that those thoughts and talk, like things that are just said to myself are more like prayers where it helps me to kind of like go throughout my day where I'm like, Jesus is always with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm constantly kind of like checking in and, when I need reassurance, it's like 
I can kind of just turn to the Lord yeah. and, and do those things. But yep. you got to ride or die with you forever. Yeah, your boy. But where are we going with this? Because I, I did have a th- so tying this all in because I realized we started with, you know, the idea of the ascension and, you know, uh, Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and all of that and how I had created a lot of I've absorbed a lot of different things that I thought were valuable to for us to talk about today on this episode. And last night before we I was trying to prepare and everything and I came across um, a song, actually. So Kane is a uh, musician or a band, I should say. Kane, I don't know, Josh, if you're familiar with Kane. C-A-I-N. Um, they're awesome. They're a group of, of siblings. And I've listened to a few of their songs. but I feel less... like I've heard. Yeah? I, I've, the sibling part sounds really familiar. Yeah. They're, they're, they sing, like, religious songs. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, I, yes, I Can is one of their. Rise, Lazarus. Um, I feel like so I've, def- actually... I've definitely heard it because I always tell... The Echo Dot to sing it, and they just do Play. what's popular. Yeah, so popular. Definitely. Yeah, they probably are on like the top Christian musics mm. right now. Um, I didn't know too much about them. I knew some of their songs, but the algorithm now with a mustard seed Instagram gives me more uh, Catholic stuff. And I came across one of their reels and everything. And um, so last night, as I was trying to go through like my different thoughts to be able to put down to speak about, I came across their song, The Commission, and it's a beautiful song it's an awesome song and i think that we are maybe picking up a, a guest here no, uh, <laughs> look at his making an appearance um, yeah, that's so, what i was just doing i was texting telling where sleepy is so he can take his nap take his it's like nap. sleepy's in the crib that's <laughs> <laughs> the charm yeah. um so the commission I, I if people are listening and you want to listen to a, um, some good music so the commission and it's basically a song about the commission that Jesus left the disciples with when he told the disciples, you know, to go out and, you know, preach the gospels and live the way I have lived and do what I have done. And like for us as disciples, like we're called to that too. And thinking about, you know, Pentecost and the ascension and how Jesus, you know, went to heaven and the angels said to to the disciples as they watched Jesus (laughs) ascend into heaven, said, what are you looking at? You know, go out, right? They basically said, like, stop looking into heavens and go out and live. And that, I felt like, just summed up everything that I was trying or what I was absorbing throughout the week into just one, like, concrete type of idea. No, they're probably, they were so dumbfounded, like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is this? He's taking his mom. (laughs) What's going on? Where are we going? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would stand there with my mouth open for a little bit, too. And the angel's like, hey. Snap out of it. Get to work. Yeah. Go out there and pray. <laughs> but that's it. And I was like, Jesus didn't leave us like to go out on our own either. Um, and that's where the Holy Spirit comes in, and that's where Pentecost comes in. And um, it did it just kind of tied in a few things for me. And I was wanting to like kind of give a little shout out to that song, The Commission. Beautiful song. I think maybe Josh and Claire, that's something that we can get a cover of because you guys would do an awesome job with that. So but the commission, and it was just the idea of like we've been graced with the Holy Spirit. We talk about, you know, we, we've learned how to pray or we've been told how to pray, but not necessarily knowing how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like our strength and everything yeah. that we've been given. Think about it. When you first pray, when you're first taught to pray, it's just like the basics. Like, God bless mommy, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it starts there and it evolves <laughs> yeah, over time. Yeah. yeah. But then as we go through our faith journey and we get confirmed and we get given the gift of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and Pentecost reminds us of the Holy Spirit and it's. I, it was a reminder for me, and it was like, man, that's that's it. That's kind of like what sums this up. Like, 
when yeah. we're talking about, you know, how we're living our life, but that we're called to action. And it's like, what helps strengthen our action and what gives us like the power to go out and do the things that mm -hmm. God is asking us to do. And it's the Holy Spirit. It's the, the, you know, the strength that the Holy Spirit gives us the, the grace of the Holy Spirit, like the power of the Holy Spirit that can allow us to really do the things that God is, is asking us to do. So I thought that that was like a great reminder because, you know, we do celebrate Pentecost and we constantly hear about the Holy Spirit, but it's like, what is, what does that mean for us today? And it's really the idea of like, we can, like we come, we talk about coming down to prayer. Like we can go into the Holy Spirit to like have strength, hear that, that mm -hmm. prayer, like come Holy Spirit. It's, like, it's always it's great really when cool. a song really gets you going and like really um, moves you into yeah. Uh, yeah. all types of feels. Like, um, so I, when I was preparing for this week, I was thinking, uh, I came across this on, um, I guess social media, uh, Facebook, social, yeah, of course, social media, but, um, <clears throat> it says the devil knows your name, but he calls you by your sins. God knows your sins, but he calls you by your name. Mm. And that like with my week of like things I was going through that really like stood out to me and just like, it kind of like got me going into what we're going to talk about in a little bit with uh, Peter and walking on the water. Yes. And um, even though when with Peter walking on the water, I feel like Jesus says, like, you have little faith in him. Like, that's what he says yes. to Peter. Uh, I saw it more as, like, he let his fear, he let the devil creep in and let him sink. And God, there's this famous um, picture of Jesus like reaching into the water and uh yeah it's beautiful that. I, I I don't know if you ever seen it yeah I've seen that yeah yeah, yeah. and um put it visualize yeah it's just things. to know yeah. like at your moments of fear and weakness uh he's right there to pull you right back onto track mm. and um I don't yeah. even know if he was standing on the water after that <laughs> no I think he brought him right to the boat <laughs> but <laughs> uh in there but that's a it is funny to I don't know if it's funny. Maybe it's not funny, but it it it's almost real to think about sin and to mm. acknowledge sin. Sometimes we don't acknowledge sin, um, especially if like you know we're trying to say like, "Hey, we live this life." But like, I love when people acknowledge sin. We, like, we always like know like like I feel like we tell ourselves like it would be okay. Like we know like Jesus will forgive us. God will forgive us. So I feel like we mm. kind of like push that boundary a little bit yes. think about it like with a toddler how they know like okay don't do we told you not to Dad, don't do this yeah don't they look um, at you while they do yeah it. they're looking at you <laughs> to see if that's exactly what we do with sin mm. we are like put we know we're not supposed to do it but we're just pushing the boundary mm. yeah to see how far we can get and then you pray for forgiveness but it's like i don't know it's it's exactly like a toddler you can look at it that way yeah and like talking about the grace of the Holy Spirit, one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit is fear of the Lord. And that's an interesting thought too, like fear of the Lord, not in the sense of like, um, I'm afraid to do something wrong, but more of like, I revere God so much. Like I look to the Lord as our savior that I don't want to displease him, right? Like mm -hmm. I want to try and do good in his eyes. And I think sometimes too, like I know, like you just mentioned, like I do it all the time too. It's like, oh, well, it's okay. Like yeah. I, I can, you know, forgive myself or 
whatever it is, but it's like really striving to understand like why these things are sins and how we can grow or learn from these sins and then like turn to God for strength against those sins. Like turn to the, like the Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. You know, I, I've, I've highlighted that a little bit more in my life when I, I've tried to slow down in a way. Sometimes I feel like when I'm going so fast, it's easy to just kind of like, you don't even have the time to think or acknowledge the fact that like, hey, maybe this isn't right or this is wrong. But when I slow down enough, I think I can at least identify and say. That's always a bad feeling too, like where you like do it blindly and then realize like realizing afterwards like, oh, I really should have not done that. Yeah, like a quick reaction to someone or like, you know, someone asks of you to do something and you're like, I can't do this right now. Like, and you're just worried about yourself. But if you're slowing down and then I realize like, okay, come Holy Spirit, like, you know, give me strength. And it's like, then it can maybe clear your eyes a little bit to be able to try and acknowledge or what's the right thing to do. But yeah, that's a, I think that's a, a real thing that we can talk about for us is it's not like we're here saying, yeah, we've figured hard. it out already. No, it's, it's a constant yeah. every day. Like sin is out there every single day. Yeah. And it's just <clears throat> learning to live with it and do the right thing and just ignore it. And I think too, Cause right now, like we're talking about sin. This is another situation I feel like too, of like being told sin is bad, you know, don't do bad things, but then to put it into more of a sense of like, well, what is sin or what is, what are ways that I can free myself from sin or what are ways that I can kind of avoid sin? And I think that that's something that when you can really embrace that idea or like trying to learn more, it can help you like to really so, understand. Sometimes it. it could just be a person in your life that is, you know, constantly like pushing you to do something you know is wrong, mm. you know, but you do it anyway because you like that person's presence or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's just hard like to hard about, to like get rid of that. Yeah. Get rid of that person in your life. Yeah. Um, it yeah. comes in many forms and shapes and sizes. And I think that, like connects to what we started about or talked about like the beginning of the episode of, you know, figuring out what are the actions for our lives or like we hear these words, but it's like, how do we live these words? And I think that we can learn how to live these words by, you know, diving into scripture a little bit more or absorbing different things that can teach us how to acknowledge what it is to sin and how we can try and like turn away from sin. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. And I think that something that we can kind of keep, talking about and maybe like well, this is episode whatever maybe yeah, in a year from now we might have a better thought on it you know and it's like cool to think about we're con- just evolving we're, and yeah constantly we're constantly trying to like find it and learning it out yeah learning yeah that's a great thing i uh listened to we talked about this a little bit this past week i was listening to jeff cavens on uh, that was of- funny because you texted me it and then josh texted, josh texted us <laughs> saying did you guys see this yeah jeff cavens <laughs> was on pints with aquinas um I was going to say his name, Matt Fraud. Fred. 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 I don't know why for some not, reason. Not I Matt at, Fraud. Yeah, I look at it and I say, Fred. Matt Fred. That's one thing you know with us is that we always butcher names. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a Jericho. We butchered, uh, what's her name? We said the wrong name. Did we? Yeah. Just said it. Just like, it's on her name. Oh, well, we're trying. Sorry. <laughs> I still don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> we're still working on it. Um, but yeah, that's for the podcast. So Jeff Cavins was on Pints with Aquinas and I was just so impressed and it was, it, it struck me like 
the thought process and the intellect and the way that it was communicated. Like he is such a, he has a way with words um, and he has a way with communicating and getting you fired up. Yeah. And like also relating it to like how you live. Mm. I think that's something that um, is powerful. But in the beginning of the episode, they talked about Jordan Peterson and Jordan Peterson is, you know, reaching a lot of people these days and it's, it's all good. And, and you think why, you know, why is he connecting with different peoples? And Jeff Cavins made a point to say, you know, he kind of goes through the thought process and it was funny. He brought up the idea of like, we're in a world of just like kind of instant, you know, things mm. uh, you go through TikTok, you're just yeah, yeah, scrolling, yeah. Uh, scrolling, um, whatever it is, it's all quick right away. Um, and we've almost lost sight of the idea of like letting things digest a little bit more and kind of diving into it a little further. And, and I think that that's cool. And I think for us, it's kind of like a reminder for us. And I think that's what we're, hoping we, we do together is like, well, let's, uh, you know, kind of dissect and like digest it and learn it, from it a little it bit It is more. crazy how the world turned into like, I need it now. now. I need it fast. And yeah, just like everything is just at your fingertips mm. where you don't even have to go buy the gift cards anymore. You can order them on Amazon. Oh, that's all right there. And it's just, everything's instant. I think that's a challenge for us to like, try that with God. Like, let's try that with our faith. Like, let's, slow it down. Like I talked about how this week I was constantly absorbing things and I felt good about the fact that I was spending time throughout my days, you know, to take in some good, you know, to read some scriptures or to listen to the Bible in a year. But I also realized I was also doing it in the chaos of my day. So it was good, but also it was good, but I wouldn't say it was not good, but it was good, but it could have been better if I was actually like sitting down and really taking the time to like let things digest and resonate a little bit I, more. I actually, uh, I because we recently came up on one year. I went back and watched the first video and just like how long it was and just like how far we came from that. Mm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I, I watched I, that and I watched a couple other ones just to you? like see like the difference. And it's so much better because in the beginning we didn't know what we were doing. No, we were yeah. just trying to figure it out. And as you posted on the uh, Instagram, it's like, yeah, I saw what you were doing, like going from how we had nothing in front of us, snack table to yeah. just going. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it was funny what a difference a year yeah. makes. Because we had, we started where it was just our nothing in front yeah. of us. We got a couple comments on that one. Yeah. yeah. We had to cover up ourselves a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> but it is true. I thought about that. I think I got two minutes in. Two of the first episode, and I was like, I can't listen to this. Yeah, was a, but uh, I feel like we're growing, getting better, and so. learning. I feel like uh, our faith has grown so much together, and uh, we're we're linked now with our faith. Like, just I feel like uh, just I, anytime I'm like talking to God too, like you pop into my mind too. Oh really? Yeah. Why are you there? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gotta Just, get out of there. Yeah. Let you do your own thing. But I do appreciate that too because it's, it's, you know, we talked about community last episode, and also too, like, why not us? Like, who would have thought me and you could have, oh, done what we were doing? You know, I wrote this down actually. Father Mike, I believe Father Mike said it. Um, it, Father Mike might have been quoting Jeff Cavins, but it was on one of the last Bible in a Year episodes that I listened to, and it said. If not you, who? If not now, when? Like, uh, with our faith, you know, and that's kind of how we started this. Like, it's if if yeah. not you, who? If not now, when? Yeah. And it's like, let's start today. 
and it wasn't great, you know, but we we got to here and here we are trying to do this. So. And it's still our most viewed video. Yeah, it's still our most viewed video. Video. But, yeah. I guess uh we hit the right algorithms that we but, uh, yeah. yeah, and I think too, kind of wrap up our little before we get into the topic. Mm. I think that I want to kind of put out like an invitation in a way of cuz I an invitation to and it, it, I guess an invitation directly to the Bible in a year. Like, I, I want to call that out. Like, to call out Father Mike Schmitz and, and Jeff Cavins and what they're doing with the Bible in a year. Because I saw or I'm seeing what it's doing for my life. Like, as it's transformed me. And I think, like, you know, why is it transforming my life? Or why is it transforming the way that I'm living? And it's because I'm, I'm allowing time every day for God to speak to me. Like... You know, we're constantly told, like, read the Bible. And what we're doing here on the podcast is Bible, is scriptures. Yeah. And we're talking about it. But sometimes that's, like, so intimidating. And it's like, where do I start? And what am I actually reading? And not necessarily understanding it. But there are so many tools and resources out there. So that's where, like, if you haven't yet, I think that there's something that's great that's out there yeah. in the Bible in a year. Yeah, check it out after this episode. <laughs> but that's where it's great, <laughs> too, because it connects everything. Like, what we talk about. Like Jeff Cavins and uh, Matt Fraid, Fraud, Fred, <laughs> talked about that too on their podcast. Like, this is great. Like, there's so much content that's Fraud. out there. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> we'll figure that one Matt. out. But he's mad. Yeah, but that's right because it's like you could call me a fraud. No, well, he's not a fraud. He's great. That's the thing. There's there's so many things that are out there, and it's all important Yo. because it all builds each other up. And I hope that like people that are listening to us can listen to the things that we're listening when to. When you're doing, think about all these different um, things out there. And if you're listening to multiple things, you're learning on multiple different levels. Like you could listen to us and we're talking about uh, Peter walking on the water and then you listen to Bible in a year and they're, um, are they still in the Romans right now? Right now. Where am I? Uh, David. We're going through oh, David. So, yeah. I'm a little And we, we did David. And, yeah, you know, talk, it's all different. David. Like, it's all information to feed your brain. And we're out there, hopefully, feeding some people's brains. Yeah, um, and showing people where to, yeah. like, get their brain fed. I, I hope. I don't know. If we're I'm going to give that guy a, a shout out. Give me a minute. The, um, our brother in Kenya. Oh, yeah. Our brother in Kenya. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's interesting to think about that. The, Social media is a yeah. crazy thing, the reach that you can make and who listens and where you get to. But but yeah, just to kind of, yeah, I do. I'm going to ask you for, that's Michael, right? Yeah, that's Michael. Oh, geez. Kumo. Michael Okumo, shout out to you. Thank you for listening. And uh, we appreciate your comments on Facebook and just uh, giving us some um, feedback that yeah. you're actually watching and that we're reaching you and um, we hope we are, like I said, feeding your brain. <laughs> yeah, I know. And well, that's the thing. Like I realize, like what we're talking about is more or less like what we're, what we're getting from like yeah. our content that we're yeah, finding. Like, think of it as like our oh, two guys just doing our own homily in a way. Kind of. I know? think it's more of a reactionary. Yeah. Thing it's to, a, like, what we're yeah, it's a reaction. Like Barstool like became really big because a lot of that, what they do is, um, Kind of like reactions to the the things that are on the internet mm -hmm. for a bit, and like it's I always related to them with sports because I felt like it was just 
my friends and I sitting down and talking about the game. Yeah, they were, right. Or they would also, yeah. Like yeah, so said. it's like, okay, with our faith, like, it's like <clears throat> you and I, just two friends talking about the game. Like, we're just talking about the things that we read in scripture. Yep. And, um, yeah, so I think that that's cool. I want to invite, like, more more content that's out there to, like, absorb that and let it transform you. Because it's it started with the simple, like, I'm going to listen to the Bible in a year. And I started it last year, and I didn't get even close to finishing it. I think I got through May. No, I didn't even. I got through March because Exodus ended. And then I kind of was like, all right, I did 90 days. Like, I'm good. And then the summer happened, and it was just like I pieced it together. Oh, and you're I, also getting ready to welcome your yeah, but uh, new life child. gets in the yeah. way. But then, like this year, I went into it, and I was like, let me make sure I. Really but it try wasn't to like you it. just dropped out. Like you still learned. You went to church, fed your brain, did what we're doing here. It's just you could pick up Bible in a year. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. That's the great so that's thing the about great, it, too. Yeah, like, exactly. Don't feel intimidated where it's like, oh, it's I not like, do oh, you one. don't have to think, oh, I'm behind. You know, sometimes it's hard to get through. For some people, it's hard to get through the uh, beginning. Definitely. The Old Testament. Yeah. You know? And it's a matter, like, if not now, when? Yeah. You know, start start today. So and let it, let it transform let's jump you. jump into our little... Uh, let's do it. Bible in a year. <laughs> our <laughs> little hot take. Yeah, so what do we got today? This we is, got uh, Peter... Um, Walking on uh, the water, yeah. and uh, only only other person do it the, besides Jesus. Peter was Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a lot about Peter. Peter, um, you know, he kind of well, he's near and dear to my heart. I feel like he's good. He's a good friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like Peter a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of his stories are so relatable of like just being like human. In a way, and just questioning things, and just wanting to be there, fiercely loyal. Um, and his journey, like it's cool because you can yeah. see his journey, like where he started yeah. and where he ended up. Yep. And, and I the, think that inspires a lot of us and like uh, where we are going. Yeah, and then you know Jesus cured his mother-in-law, yada yada yada. A lot of a yeah. lot of things. Mm-hmm. The Rock, the Rock of our church. Yes. Yeah, he's got the keys. The first pope. Yeah, real name Simon. Real name Simon. Yeah. Simon so, um, so yeah. Yeah. Peter walking on. The, so, um, Jesus was preaching mm-hmm. and he just did a big miracle and he told his disciples, uh, go across the lake or river, whatever it was. And I, I always love to put it like, into okay. context. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, this is right after the feeding of the 5,000, which we did an episode on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was our Fourth of July episode. Was you know, it barbecue? <laughs> but um, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Jesus sends them across, and uh, at this point, it's not all of them, right? Yeah, it's, it's still the beginnings of Jesus. Yeah, I can't imagine that there were twelve disciples yeah. in the boat. Maybe. Um. So then a storm happens. Uh. Well, you know what was cool too, because I I wanted to highlight that just real quick. I don't mean to interrupt, but the idea that Jesus sent them out. Jesus was like, all right, go out, go out into the boat. Mm. And he went away to pray. Yeah, he went up the mountain. Yeah, I felt yep. like that was, again, another highlight. Like, we <laughs> talked like, about uh, that last week. Can you guys week. go away a little bit? I need some peace. Yeah, he needs some he peace. He needed to, uh, you know, gather his strength again. After exactly. The, the big miracle. Doing something so great and powerful, and it shows us. It's right there. He's giving us yeah. the example. He's saying, you know, take time. So even Jesus needs alone time. Exactly. We all need it sometimes. We all need time to pray. <laughs> we all need time to find our strength in but, God, you know our cr- Father. What's crazy to me? 
I, I've said this uh, many times, like how these disciples witness so many miracles. And like the first thing they say is like, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. <laughs> Walking towards them. And they're like, they're in the front lines, like witnessing it. Like, give it a minute. <laughs> Realize it's Jesus. <laughs> I mean, geez, how quickly they just watched him multiply yeah. loaves and bread, uh, loaves of fish and feed thousands of people. And they can't yeah. keep that on their heart and their mind. Yeah. Because we're we're human. That's we're, why. That yeah. is the yeah. main highlight of that. We are human, and that is what happened to Peter. But Peter, Peter's always like, oh, if it's really you, let me walk to you. <laughs> if it's really you, you know, even like with the, he's always got something to say, Peter. Mm. But so they were they were all uh, nervous because the storm's happening, and they, they said that they saw a ghost. Yeah, and he's like. Uh, uh, it's me it's jesus yeah i I think that that's something that we can all relate to where we're talking about it we're talking about sin Mm. and like the idea that you know we are going to prayers and we're reading different things but then like how quickly we turn to like make mistakes or we turn away from the things that we just learned and like the disciples here they are living it and they can't even recognize that that's jesus walking on water to them you know so i think that that can remind us or maybe give us a little bit more confidence. It's like, mm. okay, these people who are so great, the disciples who are the foundation of our church, even they doubted sometimes, even yeah. they had fears. And then Jesus's favorite thing to say to them is like, you have little faith. Yeah. Ye have little faith. Have little. Because like even with the calming of the storm, he was just sleeping. Yeah. And they were, they were freaking out. And uh, even with that, just like they mm. always jump to conclusion, which, which is a very uh, human thing to do. You yeah. Know? They don't have that calmness yet until yeah. after they received uh, the fire and uh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. There you go. But And then that turned them into totally different people in a way, you know? Oh, yes. Because well, then they had that aura, that calmness of Jesus with them. But we're, we're getting off topic here. No, it, I think it all is connected. And I yeah. think that that is an idea that, I mean, we just celebrated Pentecost and we mm-hmm. kind of talked about that a little bit before. It's like, the Holy Spirit is there to give us that strength, to not have that fear. Um, and when when we are called to do something that maybe can be fearful or you're afraid of what it is that's ahead of you, like Jesus says, have no fear. Like, I am here. I think that that was cool, too. I, um, that I, I didn't think about this until I listened to it. Because I always, when we talk about, like when we pick our topic, like I'll read it mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll write my own reflections. And then I'm, I try my best to like absorb um, different reflections from you know people that come yeah. from from there's, really because there's so many different things out there like we said feeding the brain exactly uh with all this information it's great to do yes and so i mean bible in a year is the easiest place to go and father mike schmitz made a connection to it of like jesus was the one that sent them out in the boat in the first place yeah right like he was like go out in the boat and i'm gonna go pray and they went out on the boat and they couldn't get back to shore because of the winds and the storm, whatever it was, right? They could not make it back to shore. And it was late in the night. Like it said. Three it, in the morning. Yeah, it says it in the. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe they're a little sleep deprived. And they, their <laughs> first just thought is like. Is floating that, around. <laughs> yeah. Is that a ghost? But right. Like, and it connected to us as like real life situations. Like how many times do we have fear for the things that are ahead or how many times why we might feel a little rejected or da- or angry for the idea of like where we are in our life. And it's like, Jesus, you put us here. Mm. You know, like I, 
You told us to go out in the boat. I was like, wow, that's an interesting thought. Because I didn't see that the first time that I read it. But the idea of like, how many challenges do we go through in life where we might question Jesus in a way? It's like, I didn't tell you to stay out until three in the morning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait for you to pick me up. <laughs> like I called You're getting no ago. stars. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, but it, uh, then Peter like calls out to him and then walks to him and he's all like giddy in a way. He's like happy, he's so excited that he's walking, and you know life happens around him. Yeah, he the sees the big wind. waves and the wind, and, um, and then he has fear, and then he starts sinking. Yeah, and he's—I can't imagine he couldn't swim because he was a fisherman. But uh, right, he was a fisherman. Yeah. yeah, but he was calling out to God, "Please, Lord, save me, save me!" Yeah. And he's—that's where he says, "You have little faith. Ye have little faith." Yeah, like why? Why do you yeah. doubt? Yeah, yeah, why do you doubt? I'm right here. And he, yeah, preaches to them about like believing and all that. But I think it's more Peter is human and just like, you know, he was so excited that he was doing it and he had his eyes on the Lord and then turns and sees this wave coming to him, forgets mm-hmm. and starts sinking. And then immediately when you come, when he's in need, where does his eyes go? Right yeah, back to right where back to they, sh- yeah, yeah. So it's funny to it's, uh, it's, I don't know why we always say it's funny. It's just good to think. It's <laughs> it's great for it to like connect to think up. about that. Yes. Yeah, just like it, that's so relatable. Like how you're focused. Here's something over here. Oh boy, oh boy, and then you go right back to when, and he's right there to pull you out, and that's with the. Uh, God calls you by your name. Like, that's why that stood out to me when I read that. Yeah. And I think we might say the words, it's funny, because mm-hmm. sometimes when you read the scripture you or anything, you might think of it as kind of a far off thing. And then all mm. of a sudden, when it does start to make sense in your own life, like, oh, yeah. wow, it almost shocks you a little bit. But I think that's what we're trying to figure out when we read all of these things. And it's like, wow, that that is funny. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Peter was walking on the on the water. First of all, the fact that he was walking on water, like, I don't think we. I wasn't that just enough. standing there. He he actually like walked walked on water. He was like maybe where we uh, this far apart before he started like sinking. I, yeah, but the, I, in my opinion, you know, that's from what a, I gathered. That's from a miracle. Reading. That's a literally something that's impossible. That Jesus allowed Peter to do that. How he come gave him none the of the other do. disciples or apostles were like, "Hey, I want to walk on the water too." <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like, I, no one you else know, thought that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Peter just walked on the yeah. water. I would have been like, "Hey, can we all can try? We, uh... <laughs> Screw this boat. Yeah. Let's go!" And they just start running everywhere. <laughs> Why? Is... <laughs> that was a missed part of the yeah. uh, the disciples there. But yeah, he did something impossible. Peter just did something that was impossible with God's strength, with Jesus' strength. And then it's relatable for us because it's thinking of the idea of how many times do we feel like we're on our journey or, you know, we're doing something that we feel called to do, but how easy it is to have fear and to just kind of push it away. Like, Mm -hmm. I can relate to that with this. Like, how we've stuck with it. We have. And we've done a weekly post for a year now, and we're doing all of this. But there were many times throughout that whole year where I, like, had... Fear. I yeah, we could say it was fear because it was like, is this is this are we doing a good job? You know, mm. like am I am I putting my all into this? Are we actually connecting with people? Like, is it worth it? Like what does everyone think of us? Right? Like all these doubts and these thoughts that come into my head or our head, and it's like, 
but we're doing something that God is calling us to do and that we shouldn't have that fear. Like, let's look up to, to Jesus and let him pick us up. Say, you know, why did you doubt? Hmm. Like, and he'll, he'll that's, help you. That's get the hardest thing is to keep the, your, your eyes just forward. Yeah. stand forward. Hmm. That's, yeah. Father Rob has done an excellent video on that. Um, looking forward. I think it's still up on his YouTube on Peter's boat. If you want to give it a listen. Um, he talked about that, like looking forward. And he gave a story about riding a horse for the first time with his friend. And um, he's never ridden a horse before. Ridden? Rode a horse before? Rode. And they... Uh, Gallop. Yeah, so it was like, <laughs> the horse goes where you are looking. And he was saying how he kept getting into the wall. And he was nervous and he was afraid. And he kept looking at the wall because he was, didn't want the horse to go to the wall. And he connected that to the idea of like looking to God. And it's like... You know, where we are looking is where we are going. And if we want to continue to go forward and to move in, in, you know, the way that God is calling us to do, like keep your eyes towards him mm. and use the grace, the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, to keep you strengthened to keep your eyes on the Lord. And someone like this, like exact, a perfect example, someone who's living with Jesus, son of God in human form is with us and, and, just and they still have fear. miracles. So, like, that's another thing, like, if you ever, like, are so, like, beating yourself up, but just, like, on your faith, just remember, like, even the apostles, like, had uh, problems. They thought Jesus was a ghost. Yeah, even they had. <laughs> After just witnessing things, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, don't... countless miracles. Yeah. yeah. We've said this before, like, they saw someone get brought back from the dead. They saw him cure so many things. And they questioned until the end because that's your human nature just to, like, put that out there. Yeah, exactly. And that's to help us give us a little bit more confidence. Yeah. You know, to, like, keep moving forward. To realize, like, it's never going to be perfect, but let's continue to strive for that. Um, I like how they get back into the boat and they're all like, wow, truly you are the son of God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's didn't... always hilarious. Like, I feel like... It, Happens in here like three, four times where they're like, wow, you really, like we had our doubts, you know, <laughs> but you really are. Truly. You know, truly we, we left our wives at home. Yeah. Followed you, but you know what? I think I made the right choice. Yeah. And the, um, again, back to Peter going out and to do those things. Again, we're going to, I'm always, I, without a doubt, we're going to continue to shout out different people that have said these things because a lot of our thoughts come from you know, people who have spent years and years of, of, you know, dissecting the the Bible and everything. And it's inspiring for us. Um, but Jeff Cavins made a point of, he talks about like doing what Jesus did. Like we should strive for that, like to do what Jesus has done. And like, here is Peter doing what Jesus or, or striving to do what Jesus is doing. Like he's seeing Jesus walk on water. He's like, let me, let me do that. Yeah. Let me try. Like we should strive for that too. Younger, the younger brother syndrome. Younger brother. That you one. know, always wanted to like, do what your big brother's doing. Yeah. But the the commission, I talked about that before, the song, like, Jesus says, do what I have done. Like, or, that's what we are called that to, song where, to uh, do as disciples. I love that song. Oh, what's the name of that song? There's one where uh, they say in it, like, Jesus took 12 nobodies and turned them into somebodies. Mm. I feel like I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, well, hey, if not who... If not you, who? If not, if and, not you, who? And to Us. touch on what you were saying too, and then we'll we'll wrap up. Like even 
there's so many people who dissect the Bible and learn from the Bible. And then there's also the other side that try to like discredit everything. There was just uh, something where this guy tried to discredit. He's like, oh, I found a scroll in a cave and I'm the only one who could read it. And he was saying about um, that they that they gave mushrooms to people nice. that were around. Oh, so yeah. like it just seemed like Jesus was doing it, but then it got discredited right away because like someone saw the uh, paper and there was like nothing on it, and he was just like he wouldn't give it up. It was ridiculous. That would have been the uh, the greatest magician act mm. of all time. <laughs> hey, Jesus is about to perform hey, this eat these miracle. Mushrooms? Eat these mushrooms real quick, and then you guys will see ridiculous. what happens. Like, just the things that come out, though, are just ridiculous. They just try to discredit. and mm. It's important to try and find the truth of it all. Yeah. Um, I think well, we think about this. He's in, mentioned everyone's mm. Bible, everyone's whatever it's called, you know? Yeah. No, Jesus is all powerful. And well, we're reading Matthew's gospel or Ma- yeah, Matthew's gospels. And the cool, I like Matthew's gospels because he, he was there and he was very, uh, very intellectual and literal in a sense. And he, a lot of what his themes are in his gospels are fulfillments of the old Testament. Um, he calls out the old Testament more than any of the other gospels. And there are different times where, like, if you were uh, if you were a Jew living in the world at this time, like, you would understand these things. And it takes time for us to really understand the connection, unless you have kind of read through it or really like give your time to dissect it. Um, but go ahead, you guys. Yeah, because um, Matthew was like, you know, he was reading everything as they were traveling. Like yes. he was learning while going, because like he was not that. Uh, you know, faithful, I guess, in a way. Like, he didn't have that. Like, how the others, like, all did Torah. Am I saying that correctly? The Torah? Yeah. M- the Book of Moses. Like yeah, just like doing books of Moses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's with the, like, a, a Jew in that time. I, like... I read that somewhere. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. And then they also touched on that in The Chosen, which uh, isn't, like, factual, but. The. So I think they do a pretty good job. Yeah, they do a pretty good job. It's very objective. I think it's really just like trying his best um, to go off of what is actually written Mm -hmm. and not adding different like parts to it, right? Like adding emotions Mm -hmm. to it. Um, But with that said, like Matthew and connecting to the Old Testament, when we go back to what Jesus, how he was going in to pray, that stood out to me because I remember when a lot of times in the Old Testament, um, when things were when things were bad, like in the books of Judges, um, when the people of Israel were basically, well, there was violence and just destruction and a lot of really like sad parts of the Bible and just bad choices. And it was the line that shows up a lot of times was like the people did what was right in their own eyes. Mm. Um, and that almost was like a little like kind of summary of what the time was, you know, everyone was just kind of doing what they thought was right. Yeah. And then when I realized here, like Jesus went to pray, you know, he went away to pray. And a lot of the good that happens in the Old Testament, Jesus calls it out, or God, God calls it out to um, when the Israelites ask God for a king. They say, we need a leader, you know, so they go to Samuel and they say, we need a king. Um, and he says, okay, like, we'll give you a king, but this person needs to um, know the laws, know what I have taught you, and really, like, Day and night has to read the laws. And a lot of times when people have made good decisions, like David makes a good decision, like before he makes the decision, he's always going back to God to pray and to really get like the right guidance Mm. and counsel, right? The gift of the Holy Spirit. So 
I think that this was a really cool part of this story that Jesus went away to pray. And I think it's easy to kind of just like gloss over it. Like, Oh, Jesus went away to pray. Yeah, I think that's so important. It's like, oh, it's Jesus. Yeah. But yeah. it's so important. Like when we've seen the bad that has happened, it's people doing what is what they thought was right in their own eyes. And I think for us today, like living in today's world, we can fall into the trap of just kind of doing what we think is right. And it could be right. Mm-hmm. But like, if you really want to know the truth, like let's, figure it out here in the scriptures and let's figure it out what God is telling us to do. And I think that that's a challenge for us to try our best to take time to step away and to say, God, what is it that you want of me? What is your will in this moment? Not my will, but your will. And I think Jesus is just showing us how to do that by praying, by taking some time to slow down. Let's step away from the instant scrolling and slow down and, and try and find, you know, what God is telling us in each moment. That was something that really stood out to me there. And yeah. Yeah. Important. So, um, what do you we, got? Any closing thoughts? Yeah. Let's, uh, you're going to say end in a prayer. Yeah. yeah. I was. But, um, <laughs> we said we were going to roll yeah. away from that. Any shout outs as we have finished episode two? Uh, there's no. I, I want to shout, shout out, out all the animals of the world. Mm if anyone is asked what is your favorite animal, be prepared that they might ask you for your second and your third favorite animal as yeah. well. I was not ready for that. It's hard. Awesome. There are so many animals in this world and I couldn't think of any. <laughs> someone someone said though, for the third, they're like a raptor. Yeah, nice. Uh, That's what you want, wife. <laughs> a raptor. <laughs> you almost said shark. <laughs> yeah, I did. I almost did say shark. I changed that answer. But um, actually, yeah, I wanted to end with like our white whale, Tim Tebow, how I'm going to write a letter to him a week and I've got his address uh, online nice. and I'm going to write to him until he uh, writes us back or comes on the show. Tim Tebow would be an awesome <laughs> Which person to have. I did. Uh, I have a autograph from him because I used to write to him on Twitter telling him I loved him on uh when he was on the Gators, and he just sent me the ESPN cover autographed. Oh, that's so, so cool. There is a there is a chance. There is a chance. Yeah, I've since deleted my Facebook, but I feel like if I could go back, my yeah, was it Facebook? I don't even remember. But when Tim Tebow was playing, I was all in on Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow yeah. was one of my. Favorite I remember athletes. the controversy of him kneeling. For yeah, for prey when he played yeah. for the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, man. But all that guy did was win. The last football game he played in, he won. He won a playoff game, the Denver Broncos. And then he went to the Jets and just kind of ended up in a bad situation. But I love Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow yeah. is one of those, uh, he was a very inspiring person. And his uh, speech after their he does, loss. He does great too. things, though. He does. He's still doing great. Things. And now he does a great job of like putting things in perspective yeah, with yeah. like where he's at in life. He's like, what am I actually so being called? Yeah. One day we might see uh, Tim Tebow up here in my house no, or wherever we are. But, uh, or FaceTime, whatever. But we will get Tim Tebow, I promise you. <laughs> you will not see yeah. another team try as hard as yeah. I do. We, Mustard, we are going to get him to rep Mustard Seed. Cool. <laughs> I like that plan. All right, good stuff. Well, I hope uh, you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah. We're looking forward to the next week. And Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Please subscribe if you're watching. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.